Hey, what's up, worship team training leaders, pastors, friends, everyone who's downloaded this podcast and subscribed. Thanks so much for that. Really appreciate it. And uh, coming to you now with the final week of Christmas. So congratulations. You made it through the final Sunday service, the last one before Christmas. So just one more week of Christmas music. (laughs) Just one more. You can do it. So um, I am right now kind of on a little commute and just taking some time. I wanted to let you know up front that we are taking the week off. I am taking the week off from podcasting, articles, authoring, website, all that stuff. So you'll see me back on the 27th next Monday after Christmas. And that would be a little spotty, you know, it's the holidays and everything. But hey, we're taking off. And so I wanted to come to you to encourage you with the same that you need to take off. And, you know, I don't know. Uh, if your pastor won't let you, call on a sick day. Whatever you need to do. But you need to spend time with your family. You know, we run so much during the year anyway. And the deal is, is that, you know, Christmas and Easter are the, and Mother's Day, those are the three highest points of the church year in terms of services. But they're also the three highest times of stressful moments for people in ministry. And I don't know about you, but I've had my fair share of stressful seasons that were not enjoyable and yet times that were enjoyable. You know, I've had beautiful times of ministry during the seasons, but there's also been probably more often where it's costed my family. It's costed me. And so much attention is being brought in to what we need to do. You know, now mind you, look, I've been doing this for a long time. I've been leading worship for more than 25 years and been a worship pastor, leader, associate, I mean, all that stuff. And, you know, the, the, the more that you do this, you, the more that uh, you win and you lose. You win the experience and you win the tenureship and of ministry, but yet you lose things along the way also. You have to, because if you're that dedicated and you're all in, you're going to lose something uh, with your family. It's just going to require time. That's just the way it is. And for those of you that are starting out in worship ministry, maybe this is your first six months to a year to three years, you know, it, it's all joyful. Don't get me wrong. It's all great. I mean, man, I've, I've had such a, my first 10 years was like the greatest ride. Uh, and then it just kept getting better. But it also kept getting harder because your family needs you. Your spouse needs you. And you can't get those years back. That's the one thing that I've learned is that if you're going to do it, then make your ministry years great by putting your family first. And that's hard to do. So especially with this week in reflection, I mean, look, there's a lot going on right now. Uh, We have Omnicron. We have Christmas Con. We have Shopicon. We have all these different cons going on in this moment. But how are you making the most of it? And how are you really spending time with those that matter? And how are you spending time for you? So, you know, again, as I mentioned this before several times within my ministry of uh, the last few podcasts even, talking about, and even last year, that's true, I got burnt out. I got completely burned 
from doing too much in ministry, all for the sake of doing ministry, which reality, it didn't, it didn't amount to anything of what my family needed. And it didn't amount to anything for me, except for me not uh, knowing my own personal boundaries. And I'm just getting real with you. I mean, you know, don't get me wrong when I, when I speak this way. I'm not uh, in any way discounting ministry and God's call, serving the church. I'm all for that. I'm, what my point is is that I'm saying that I had my priorities mixed up. I was turned around. And plus, I was in environments that made it incredibly incapable for me to create safe boundaries that were beneficial for my life and for my family. And I will say that the greatest part of my ministry years, I did have those spaces, but recently didn't turn out that way. So you have to make the most of what you have. But number one, you need to protect you and your family because no one else is going to do that but you. That's the, that's the truth. It doesn't matter how great you are in your role and what you do. You know, it's expectations are expectations. And when you're in a, a big machine church, it's just worse. When you're in a small machine church or a small church, it could be just as bad. But, you know, I'm, my, my point of this podcast is to help give you some guardrails and guidelines of things to look out for, which is you, your family, um, how to not take ministry so seriously. Meaning this, if you're called to ministry, it's really your call to life. I don't look at this as a segmented part. When Jesus said, follow me, he didn't mean um, follow me only to the places that I do ministry and then you got to put on your minister hat and then you're good. No, this is a lifelong commitment, but it doesn't mean that you are, when you make a lifelong commitment to ministry to follow Jesus, well, being a minister is really like a byproduct, isn't it? Because everywhere you go, Paul said in the New Testament that we are ambassadors of Christ. So it really doesn't matter if we don't have a job in the church or we do have one or we're out in society somewhere, we're trying to make a difference. Um, if you're evangelizing in that moment to a community of people or you're not, the, the real reality is that you are a minister of God no matter what and no matter where you go. And even if you refuse it, and you don't follow Christ, I mean, you don't follow his calling, but you're still a son or daughter of Jesus, of, of a follower of God, meaning, get my words fixed up, sorry. You can't forsake that calling is my point. So if you are saved and you are following Jesus, you're a son or daughter of the king, you cannot refute your calling as being a Christian. You can't. So that means even if you're not a worship leader, it, it doesn't matter. If you're not a leader in the church, it doesn't matter. If you are, the fact is, is that you minister wherever that you go. And so there's still boundaries that you have to have. And there is still a, a bigger life that God has called you to. So, you know, part of worship team training, let's just put it that way, that, look, I can teach you all that I know with guitar and keyboard and vocal and I can do that, and I'm still going to be putting out some posts that will provide that. But I feel like my my space for you is that shepherding and mentoring within worship ministry. And the, the coaching of what it means to be a team, what it means to be a leader. I mean, you can learn 
the music practicality stuff anywhere. It's in fact it's kind of oversaturated. But to have someone walk beside you in your call is completely different. And that's what I'm offering to you. So when I do these podcasts, when I, we have our guests coming up and we're redoing the podcast and everything for next year, it's going to be fantastic. Um, but the reason why we do all this is for the sake of your benefit so that you can live long, that you can do your ministry strong, that you can walk taller, that you can live wider and grow deeper. That's really what it's about. And if you're doing that now, then praise God. Awesome. But I know a lot of guys that are having a hard time doing this. And this is what we're having to encourage. It happened to me. And I was thankful for my brothers and sisters in my life who pulled me back and said, hey, let me share a few things with you. Hey, let me... um, you mind if I look at this situation with you and, you know, just be like a shoulder support? I can be a sounding board for you. How often in life do you have that? So I think you need to take time to consider these things. Why? Because life and ministry moves way fast. It moves too fast. And... You may not have that cultivated time to sit back and take a moment and inventorize your life, your spiritual life, your life with God, and how you wake up each day. So I think this season, this Christmas season, is perfect to do that. And while, yeah, you're singing Christmas songs and most of your presentations are already over... Some of you may have a big shindig going on on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day even. Um, But at least you're not this week. You know, hopefully this week, next week is slowed down for you. And it's not so pedal to the metal with weekend services. Take some time. Cultivate, Cultivate an hour with God. You know, and just sit in His presence and... Acclimate yourself to the Spirit. Acclimate yourself to God's Word and take it in. If that means like sitting in your big chair with a cup of coffee or tea, or if you're not a caffeine fanatic like I am, then, you know, cup of water, whatever. And just take these moments to let God's Word settle into your heart. Let Jesus, the the true gardener till up that hard ground and to moisten up the soil of your heart and let his word take place and take root and grow and while you're doing that look I got something for you I have a, a downloadable uh, book on the website you can also find it on version. on version, I just Search me up, Brandon Dempsey, Worship Team Training, and you're going to look for Prepare Him Room, if you can remember that, like the carol, Prepare Him Room. It's a devotional that will hopefully kind of help you settle, help you know break up the noise and get you to a place where you can be quiet with God. If you're on the website, just sign up for the newsletter, and that same download is there. And 
The title of the book is a little different. It's called Gift and the Giver. So either that or Prepare Him Room. But anyway, like I said, um, I'll be taking off this week and we'll be back with you. We'll be doing some more um, vlogging podcast straight talk like this is. And then we're going to jump back on uh, the big show coming in January. So that's going to be great. But until then, I do wish you a merry, merry Christmas for you, your family, your church, your ministry, your people. And also a happy, happy new year of of new God's blessings. And um, especially during these difficult times of COVID, um, that God will continue to uh, move you through it and uh, will make things great for your life uh, to be a testimony to others. So friends, love you. Thanks so much for uh, downloading the podcast and check out more as we come back next week. And uh, also be sure to check out worshipteentraining.com and the university site. We're reshaping that also, so a lot of fun. And remember, it's not, about, it's not about being perfect. It's allowing the Lord Jesus to lead you both in life and in worship. Love you. See you soon. Bye.